the Orion space capsule sailing toward a close lunar rendezvous. Been there, done that? Maybe. Except this time, NASA views the moon as a stepping stone, a bridge to Mars and beyond. The nearly three months of delays leading to today's Artemis launch reminding us of how hard spaceflight is. But if all goes well, humans could walk the moon's dusty surface once more by the middle of this decade. Mankind's giant leap landing us in a new starting place. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Thanks so much for tuning in. That, of course, was Lester Holt from NBC Nightly quote-unquote news with two two-minute propaganda pieces about NASA returning to the moon. David Weiss and Justin Harvey joining me to break down both of these clips in real time and to prove that the Mockingbirds are happy to talk about the biggest lie, but they won't tell you the truth about 9-11, the Biden crime family, Hunter's laptop, the COVID-19 vaccine deaths, or election fraud. But you're to believe them about this. Friends, before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Yes, it's true. The crypto markets have absolutely crashed this year, which really makes for an opportunity for those that want to dip a toe in the pool. And by the way, if you don't want to pay taxes on your crypto gains, you will love my digital money. There are crypto trading platforms specializing in tax-advantaged crypto IRAs. With a traditional crypto IRA, you can defer your taxes until you liquidate. Now imagine investing in Ethereum now at $1,300 or $1,400, and if predictions of it hitting $50,000 come true, that's almost $49,000 in Ether profits you won't have to pay taxes on. My digital money also offers individual accounts for cash trading so you can have the best of both worlds in one platform. When it comes to your crypto investments, you deserve a company that will respect and secure your money the same way you do. Visit MyDigitalMoney.com and receive a $50 sign-up bonus for qualified accounts. Use promo code MDM50. Terms apply. Go to MyDigitalMoney.com. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGTReport.com, SGTReport.tv, and of course, TheFazer.com, where you can stun them with truth. And friends, we're going to stun you with some truth. Did you hear the one about the man on the moon? Well, we're going back again. Boy, I missed the 70s. I missed the late 60s when going to the moon was so routine we could bring a dune buggy. Well, guess what? We're going back thanks to NASA and Artemis. And I have two special guests that are going to help us break down the truth of the matter. David Weiss from FlatEarthDave.com. Welcome back. Hey, John. Thanks for having me. Love having these discussions with you. Thanks for um, having the courage to discuss these these topics. Well, I'm very happy to discuss these topics with you, my friend, as you know. And I have two special propaganda pieces from our CIA friend at NBC Nightly News, Lester Holt. Two two-minute propaganda pieces about going back to the moon and NASA, all broadcast in one evening on November 16th. We will share those with the audience and break them down in real time. You guys can interrupt at any time. Justin Harvey from We Are Change Orlando joins us as well. Justin, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be a part of this conversation tonight. Well, I'm glad to have you on and uh, welcome. We don't know each other, but uh, it seems to me you might be like-minded as it relates to maybe the Apollo missions were not exactly what we were told. What do you make of 1968, 69, 70 NASA technology, Justin? Well, I make of it, I think like most people, is the big question is, is if we did all that back then, why are we still trying to go back in 2022? 
I think that's the first question everyone should have on their mind, but I don't have faith in anything they do. And I think uh, NASA is the better acronym is not a space agency. So, well, I will play these propaganda pieces from our CIA buddy, Lester Holt over at NBC Nightly News in one second. First, let's do a news roundup real briefly. Gateway Pundit. I think this is happening, guys. We need to rally behind the space program and NASA as humanity comes together to return to the moon because they are balkanizing us in this country, because they are destroying our republic, because we can't come together as one people to defend our republic because they keep stealing elections. If there's good news, it's this. An investigation of Joe Biden, House Republicans announce an investigation of the Biden crime family. Of course, Biden calls all of that long time debunked nonsense. We'll see where that goes. But I wanted to share this with you. Researchers in swing states secretly monitored what big tech showed voters and its blatant manipulation. What's going on in Arizona is an absolute abomination as they've stolen the election, at least so far, from Carrie Lake and given it to Katie Hobbs, the secretary of state who refused to recuse herself and she was in charge of essentially counting the votes. And meanwhile, FTX is melting down, bringing down the entire crypto space. I would remind people it's not Bitcoin that did this. It's not Ethereum that did this. It's the criminal deep state, which is FTX. Look into that. Sam Bankman Freed, he's blaming his ex-girlfriend for a collapse of the company. They're both essentially autistic and it's nonsense. They're deep state players. Look at Sam Bankman's parents. Look at the connections, the funders, the actual people behind FTX. And it looks like the whole thing was an operation to bring down the crypto space, to bring down these exchanges and to usher in a federal bank digital, central bank digital currency, which now, of course, Dave, they've announced. Is this that tinfoil hat moment where you have to say to yourself, was this an intentional implosion? Was this designed so that they could step in and create this central bank digital currency and say, hey, guys, there's too much fraud and corruption happening out there. Wink, wink, like we didn't cause that, right? So come on over to our side and use our central bank digital currency. We will be able to monitor everything that you do. And if we don't like what you're doing, well, guess what? We'll just cut off your wallet. You won't be able to spend your money. Oh, using too many carbon credits, are you? Guess you're not flying on vacation this winter, right? It's very 1984. It's very scary. And does it go even bigger? than just the US. I mean, this is like a black, um, you know, black mirror type thing, right? Where it's like, you know, like 1984, essentially, you know, if they don't like what you're doing. Now, the question is, is this going to be a fully transparent blockchain if they do create these CBDCs? Probably not, right? We're probably not gonna be able to see what they're doing, but they'll be able to see what we're doing. By the way, I'm coming back to you guys before we play uh, CIA Lester Holt. They are doing a pilot program now with key big banks in our country to introduce their central bank digital currency and to ensnare us further onto their slave plantation. Dave, what do you make of it? Sean, that you're right. It was a 100 percent deep state, deep, deep state operation. And the truth is crypto is a person to person exchange. You're not supposed to have all of these middlemen. So in the long run, this might be good. They might regulate um, these exchanges where we don't need exchanges. The whole idea of crypto is you hold your keys, you hold your coins, nobody can take your money. And um, we'll see where it shakes out. You know, this might shake out a lot of um, nonsense cryptocurrency and a lot of nonsense exchanges. Unfortunately, people are going to lose life fortunes in the process because um, they didn't pay attention to the motto, not your keys, not your coins. Yeah, 100% right. And I'll do one more screen share and then we'll move on here. 
I hope to make a video about this. Let me make my screen as large as I can. Guys, what's going on in Arizona is beyond the pale. I want you all to think about this. And again, I hope I can make a detailed video about it. Ivory Hecker mentioned it. She's the former Fox News broadcaster who quit live on air. She was a reporter and she quit because she said Fox News would not allow her to report the real news. Well, she reported some real news yesterday about the election in Arizona. And you guys, you know, when you go in and let's say you're a Democrat, you're going to vote all Democrats down the ticket, right? Well, the same is true probably for 99.8% of Republicans. They're going to vote all Republicans. Most people show up at the polls because they want to vote for the top two, the biggest names which in this case would be governor, person running for governor, Carrie Lake, or the person running for senator. And in this case, we're told that Carrie Lake only got 1.2 some million votes and her opponent, Katie Hobbs, who refused to debate at all and hid in her basement, literally, she got 17,000 more votes than Carrie Lake. So keep those numbers in mind. Carrie Lake, roughly 1.2 million some votes. Well, look at this. The Republican who was running for state mining inspector, got 1.676 million votes. How is that possible? How is it possible that 1.676 million people voted for this guy, Paul Marsh, for the state mining inspector, but Kerry Lake only got 1.2 million votes? <laughs> when I say something stinks to high heaven, I couldn't be understating it more. I forgot to vote for our mining inspector. Well, isn't that the truth? <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, I guess 400,000 people forgot to vote for governor and for senator Blake Masters. So now they've stolen Arizona. They'd like to. But patriots in Arizona are demanding a new election on December 6th, a real election, just like the people of Brazil are demanding a real election. Justin, don't you think it's about time we did that? I don't hold my breath, but I pray it comes to pass. You know, I don't hold my breath either. I don't have a lot of faith in the election process. I do locally, but not so much federally whatsoever at all. So I love to see when countries like Brazil and large groups of people just stand up and say no more, whatever it is, because even if they're still sort of disillusioned with the political process, I think it's getting us closer to that, throwing the whole thing out and starting over with a more decentralized, you know, state run type system. Um, because if not, we're just going to get closer and closer to this corporate you know, new world order type uh, great reset that they want. Yeah. And I keep making the point that people like Katie Hobbs are so obviously morally bankrupt and criminally corrupt and compromised. Not only did she not recuse herself, which really that alone should have prohibited her from being governor. They went ahead and stole the election. They're going to give it to her. And if allowed, she'll be sworn in with a straight face when she knows this whole thing was stolen. So if she's a dishonest secretary of state, my God, what kind of governor will she be, Dave? Um, that's, you know, all, all of the top officials, you know, I believe that they're all compromised. They're, you know, the dirtiest ones get to the highest positions. I mean, look at our, our you know, commander in chief, if you want to, I don't what what else we're calling them these days. Uh, <laughs> he's doing nothing. I mean, he's, completely morally bankrupt and probably just, you know, um, incompetent uh, and unable to make any proper decisions. All right. He's, well, our, he's our president. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also just look at what's going on in, um, in Nevada. You have somewhere where we had one of the most uh, sketchiest, you know, mass shooting events in the country, Las Vegas. And the person at the head of that Lombardo is now the governor of that state. I mean, that's someone who should be in prison for being complicit in that act. And now he's basically been promoted. And that's just like Dave says, the scummiest move up. 
And the people that tell the truth, the whistleblowers, they get fired, censored, thrown under the bus. It's unfortunately just the way the system works. You know, that's an excellent point, Justin, on election night. I didn't realize Lombardo was running for governor until election night when he was leading. And I thought, oh, my God, that's the sheriff. That's the guy from the Vegas shooting. Oh, you got to be kidding me. I didn't even realize it. You're right. The scumbags rise to the top. Well, it's like Bill Hicks said, the demons run amok while good men die young. It's just I don't know, guys, we've jumped the shark. So let's turn our attention to CIA (laughs) asset Lester Holt at NBC Nightly, quote unquote, news bragging about NASA in two propaganda pieces, four minutes of propaganda on NBC Nightly News. I recorded them both off my TV. We're going to play those and we can stop at any point, guys. So please jump in if you have comments. We'll stop and restart. By the way, guys, this uh, NASA Artemis rocket, I don't know how many stages it has, a multi-stage rocket, and then there's some component Wait until you hear the name of that vehicle. They just tell us everything in the wide open. Here's CIA Lester Holt. After hurricane and technical delays, our country roared into a new era of space exploration today as NASA's Artemis rocket began a mission to orbit the moon. Here's Tom Costello. Two. It was just before 2 a.m. on a cloudless Florida night. And liftoff of Artemis 1. We rise together back to the moon and beyond. Okay, I'm going to pause it there because that immediately reminds me of Buzz Lightyear. To infinity and beyond and listen to the read. Listen to the excitement in his voice. We all come together as our elections were stolen. The propaganda is so deep here. I'll continue. Powerful rocket in NASA history came screaming to life, rattling buildings and windows, headed for a 26-day uncrewed orbit around the moon and charting a path to one day go long and deep. The moon is just a few days away. Mars is months and months away. On board, test dummies that will register the G-forces and radiation exposure, with astronauts set to board the next flight around the moon in 2024, then landing in 25 with a crew that includes a woman and person of color. Okay, that's the other part. A woman and a person of color. Well, that is, I think that's the most important thing. There should be a woman. There should be a person of color to hell with their degrees, their backgrounds, their ability to pilot this thing. Guys, any comments so far? NASA only hires the best. Look at Don Pettit, you know, the the sharpest of the sharpest. And, uh, you know, if you look at if you look at the astronauts that are all on the the International Fake Station, um, they're overweight. They're by the way they speak. I could barely speak tonight, but they're not that intelligent. Compare them to fighter pilots. Okay, right. They're not the top guns. They're not the smartest in the box. And I think that they hire these guys because some of them may not even know that they're not in space. Some of them just might be under mind control or maybe they just don't have any problem with lying. Well, I think that's probably the case. And how many of them are Freemasons? How many of them have sworn their allegiance to whatever the narrative is? We'll go back to the clip here because I can't wait for you guys to hear the name of the orbital vehicle. And this is what the future looks like. Astronauts working on a new lunar space station called Gateway. Already the Gateway sections are coming together in Houston. It's going to let us fly crews from Earth to Gateway. From there, they will go onto the lunar surface. Just this week, a new NASA satellite named Capstone arrived at the moon, scouting the best future orbit for Gateway. All right. I, I didn't realize it was a satellite. I watched this last night. I thought it was part of the Artemis vehicle that was going to orbit. But anyway, the satellite is called Capstone. Dave, uh, comments? 
capstone, just like, you know, every everything's capstone with our government. Capstone is on our dollar bill. It's, uh, it's you know, the all-seeing eye in the capstone. Um, is there a sign? Is there a symbol? Capstone, just like the pyramid on the dollar bill. And by the way, my friend Sophia Smallstorm, uh, author and researcher, filmmaker, she referred to the Sandy Hook event as a <laughs> FEMA capstone operation. So the names of these vehicles, very purposeful, right, Justin? Yeah, that's actually exactly what I was going to bring up. The first thing that comes to mind is that FEMA capstone exercise from the Connecticut shooting. Um, it's 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 always in the words. It's always in the I mean, look at all their uh, crafts are always named, you know, Columbia, the Endeavor. I'm pretty sure that you can make some crazy sentence out of all the uh, Dave, you probably know it out of all the names. And th there's always some meaning behind it that they weren't probably not privy to. I forget what it is, but if you put them all in order, it spells out. It's like a spell. There, it, it's telling you a story. Yeah, it, it's pretty crazy. <clears throat> um, go ahead. Gateway to the capstone. Those are the two names we've been given so far. So the lunar space module where people would live, evidently, the lunar space station gateway. That's the name, and the satellite is named Capstone. We'll go back to the uh, Mockingbird report here on NBC, quote unquote, news. And notice that Capstone. when you play this, it's all it's all cartoons. Everything they're showing you is animation and cartoons. Right. And look at this thing right here that he's going to show us. How many tens of mil hundreds of millions of dollars did this cost? Actual size. It weighs about fifty pounds. It has these deployable solar panels. The critical piece of technology is the antenna on top communicating directly with an orbiting lunar NASA satellite. You can think of it like a GPS system for the moon. Underscoring why Artemis, with its big orbital loop around the moon, is so critical before splashdown next month off San Diego. Next year, NASA plans to name the astronauts for America's first return to the moon in 50 years. I'll pause it there. If you guys hear whining in the background, that's our poor golden retriever. He's like 17 years old. He's medicated. <laughs> he's in pain constantly. Oh, no. It's end of life stuff. I feel terrible for him. Tucker, poor guy. That's his name, Tucker. So if you hear that whining in the background, that's our dog, uh, one of our dogs. By the way, here, I guess, are some of the people of color. So congrats to them. Many of them are women. So we're ticking all the boxes here with the crew. I think it's fabulous. This is how humanity comes together. We do more fake moon landings, more fake moon missions. We spend tens of billions how much how much money is spent a month by nasa dave 68 million dollars a day okay 68 million dollars every single day chump change all right we'll continue we're almost through this one as artemis picks up where apollo left off tom costello nbc news at the kennedy space center exciting times in space exciting times in space so artemis kicks off where apollo left off dave justin you see any holes in that story Ahead, yeah, it's about 70, 50 to 70 years or something are we looking at here? Um, yeah, it's just laughable. I feel like every time I would get uh, interviewed by a local media station with my my beliefs on NASA and space, they would ask me what I thought of the rocket. And at, at the end of the day, it's just when one you once you know so much and you've seen so many videos of, of them faking the funk, as I like to call it, it's just flat out laughable because they're not going anywhere. And in a Dave, uh, well, I'm, as I'm sure we'll explain, you know, they use different methods to, to look like they're leaving, but um, you know, it, they may be going somewhere, but it's not up. It may be outer space, just outwards, not up. So, yeah. So on the, on Artemis, it has these two solid rocket boosters and they claim that they burn six tons of fuel per second. Okay. 
Remember, we're always here on airplanes. They just carry enough fuel so that because it costs money, it, you know, takes fuel to carry fuel. How big does a rocket get where it can't lift off anymore? And my answer is much smaller than these rockets, but six tons per second. Just let that sink in. Right. Makes absolutely no sense. They did launch something. And of course, and I predicted it, you know, after the first cancellation, they're going to do it in the middle of the night so nobody can see. Justin is down there. He tried to he went to film the day launches, but uh, of course they were canceled and you couldn't get anywhere near the place. Right, Justin? No, they keep you back. I mean, just an insane distance. It was another 20 minute like drive over a couple more bridges. So you would have to literally sneak onto some someone's private property and camp for like a day it's right. not easy to get close or get a good eye on this thing well let me say one thing here dave real quick and what we're hearing in these propaganda pieces and that's all the nightly news is is mockingbird propaganda why do we call it that because of cia project mockingbird okay the, the cia bragged after the kennedy assassination or maybe before that they could get anything on the front page of any paper or all papers across the country within 24 hours. That's CIA Project Mockingbird. They pay people. There are, quote unquote, reporters, journalists, talking heads like Lester Holt. I don't know if Lester specifically is. I like to think he is on the CIA payroll or trained by the CIA. Here's the thing. Propaganda pieces like this are gaslighting the American people to believe something. Now, what these Mockingbird mainstream media people will never do is they won't talk about the anomalies on 9-11. They won't talk about the Biden crime family. They won't talk about the Hunter laptop. They won't talk about the Vax deaths. And they certainly won't talk about election fraud, which is quantifiably easily proven just in Arizona alone. So we're constantly being gaslit. How in the world can we take our republic back when the entire mainstream horror media is owned lock, stock, and barrel by the deep state, guys? It's it's I always say, you know, the way they get away with all of this is they they have us lost. We don't know. We're lost in space. We don't know who we are. We don't know where we are. We don't have any real foundation. For example, I just did a um, we just had a True Earth Mount Maru Summit. And in my presentation, I showed I just went and I have um I have Google alerts. So, hey, planet, you know, discovery of planet and rocket launches, whatever. And the stuff that they send us, right? This is this is what's going out to our kids and adults, brainwashing them every day. Literally within two days, I collected all of these, right? A um a passing star shifting Neptune's orbit could wreck the solar system. Okay. The next one is NASA um James, James Wood Space Telescope image, right? Um just amazing, you know, beautiful. Again, I made I made something even better with a, a simple app on my phone. A marshmallow, a toasted marshmallow planet. This is what they're showing us. And again, all of these are to keep us lost in space, living in fear. All of these asteroids, you know, three three thirty thousand near Earth asteroids, terrifying, and uh, the cataclysmic tilt of Uranus. Right? Like what? <laughs> and of course, you know the the final one is. Uranus smells like rotten eggs. I mean, they are laughing at us. This stuff comes out all of the time and people just accept it as real. Well, and you forgot the distant star that was revealed to be a slice of chorizo. Now that made international news. Some Dumbo over in, I don't know, in Europe, maybe with the European Space Agency, was bragging about a James Webb telescope image of a distant star. 
It was essentially a piece of pepperoni, a slice of chorizo. So I agree with you, Dave. They're making fun of us. Yeah, they're making fun of here's the here's the chorizo. This is the what they saw, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's so cool!" It's so easy to suggest something, and then people see it if they, you know, you see what you believe, and uh, you know, belief is the enemy of knowing, which um, we always say because you know, knowing takes time and effort and critical thought. Believing is easy. You can just believe that's a star. Look, believe it. You're done. No more checking. Nothing to do. All right, guys, we're going to go back to the second two minutes of propaganda from Lester Holt. And I just want to say for the audience, you know, I hope this is true. I wish it was true. Okay, I think it's all propaganda. I don't think NASA really has accomplished much of anything over these decades. We certainly haven't gone back to the moon if we ever went at all. But as I put up the photo of the lunar lander from 1968, 69, 70, 71, whatever those years were, where we went so easily to the moon, it became mundane that people didn't even tune in to the live broadcasts anymore. This is what they say we went to the moon with. So if y'all believe that, more power to you. I don't believe it for one second. So as we continue to be gaslit by Lester Holt, let's listen to the second round of propaganda on that same nightly news broadcast dated November 16th. Guys, stop me at any point here. Finally, next month marks 50 years since the final Apollo mission to the moon. Tonight, NASA's Artemis test rocket is on the way to opening the door to mankind's return to the moon, stirring what is an endless fascination. It has mesmerized and beckoned humanity throughout history. A mystery in plain sight, the moon. So close, but beyond reach. Liftoff! We have a liftoff! At least until the crew of Apollo 11 closed the distance more than half a century ago. America planted its flag on the moon, declared victory in the space race, and then turned its attention to other space priorities. As our ability has advanced over the years to allow us to peek into the heavens, to see galaxies far beyond our own, the moon, our closest neighbor, has still beckoned. I want to pause it there. Do you guys have any reaction so far? Because what comes to my mind is this idea that the universe is so big and we're just a speck, a pale blue dot of insignificance. That's what they want people to believe. That's why they're gaslighting us with this, because they want to maintain control over humanity. They do not want us to know that there's a creator and this is a finite system created by God. I agree. They're hiding the creator because once, you know, the, the, the people that are running this world, they hate God and they don't want you in a situation where you can't deny a creator. And when you understand that space is fake and the earth is not a globe made up by a Jesuit priest, you know, the whole Big Bang thing was made up by a Jesuit priest. Once you understand that, then you have no other option than to accept the fact that there's a creator. Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, you know, their goal is to make us think that we are a cosmic sneeze, an accident, just by happenstance, that we just exploded from nothing. And then here's everything flying a million miles an hour in multiple directions with no real purpose. That does not make you feel grounded. That does not make you feel like we are the centerpiece, which we appear to be, at least in this circular you know, world that we know of. So once you kind of understand, I think, how important we are and how it's not moving. And when you look at what Dave is showing you, it's clearly they want us to feel somehow out of whack. And and the other thing that really strikes me with that clip you just showed is, is again, how many of those were artist renditions? 
I mean, we have all this imagery. We apparently can, you know, send all these satellites up there. And, and the image behind that newscaster is CGI. It's cartoons. The only uh, real images we just saw were people taking shots of the moon from the earth on the ground. Everything else was just uh, was was created. It's and all done for a movie when, the you know, most of the shots that we saw during the Apollo launches was the people looking up and the, the reactions on their faces because it's all done for emotional, you know, just getting you into it. They never show what they're actually seeing. And then we do see some stuff on videos. I'm going to get into that in a minute. But since we mentioned uh, we're talking about satellites for a second, you know, the Earth is spinning at a thousand miles an hour, orbiting at 66,600, and we're chasing the sun at a half a million miles per hour. So we're doing all of this. You have to imagine that there's little satellites, little pieces of metal that are falling around the Earth and maintaining their position over a specific piece of land while corkscrewing in four different directions at once, right? They're not floating, they're falling but they're falling at they're moving forward so fast that they're falling at the same rate as the curvature, right? But somehow they just stick there and there's thousands of them. Here's the thing. People go, well, I look up and I see satellites all the time. That used to be one of my favorite things to do. When I go down, my father lived off of Puerto Rico. I go down there. The stars were amazing. And I would lay out, look, satellite, satellite, satellite. I'd see these lights going across the sky. They're definitely not airplanes. I believe that they're satellites. Well, they're satellites reflecting sunlight. Okay, that's weird. If it was reflecting sunlight, it would be like flashy. And why would it reflect in my eyes and somebody else a mile away? It can't reflect everywhere, but let's just assume it does. Here's the problem I have. When we send balloons up at nighttime that are up, you know, 100,000 feet or so, how come we don't see all of these glinty satellites? Never, ever do we ever see one. Not from the space shuttle, not from our balloons, nowhere. We, do we ever see these lights? They would be everywhere. There's, they, you know, they're saying there's like 30,000 of them, um, but we never see them from space. That, if you think about it, tells you something's not right with NASA. Hey, friends, thanks so much for tuning in to the SGT Report podcast. So did you know that silver demand will exceed supply again this year? By a large factor. Silver is one of the most useful industrial metals out there, and demand is soaring amidst the green new agenda. Electric cars, solar panels, iPhones, it all requires silver. There will also be future demand in the field of nanotechnology, the food industry, and printed and flexible electronics. You heard that right. Demand will increase by at least 50% by 2030. There's no better time to invest with Noble Gold than right now. Noble Gold Investments will walk you through the entire process and will take you no more than five minutes to open a gold or silver IRA. And this month, you'll get a three ounce silver American virtue coin with a qualified IRA of 20 grand or higher. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Well, I have a question for you, Dave, and uh, you point this out a lot. Everything we see from these people in these propaganda pieces, with the exception of those Apollo liftoffs and maybe the liftoff of Artemis, but everything beyond that, once they're quote unquote in space, is always an animation. You say, NASA, how much do they spend a day? 65 million? 68 million. Okay. The other night, the film Gravity came on. I was working. <laughs> I was flipping channels. Oh, there's gravity on HBO or wherever it was with Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. It was the last third of the movie. Sandra Bullock's alone at this point. But that movie is so expertly crafted. It all looks legit. The whole thing is quite the experience. I'm not sure what the budget on that movie was. I bet it was less than $100 million. 
Why in the world with $65 million a day doesn't NASA at least make an effort to make this stuff look real, Dave? They could. I don't think they get $65 million a day. They steal that from us. I think NASA, you know, gets very little money. And um, I, always, I I go back and forth between they're just rubbing it in our faces and they're just that stupid or that bad at what they do. I can't, I go back and forth. I don't know. I'm not there. But look, I did this for $0, okay? This is the cupola on the space station, right? <laughs> this is just airplane footage and the cupola. I mean, this is what they do. It's absolutely nonsense. Absolute nonsense. I found the budget for the film Gravity. It was directed by Mexican filmmaker Quaran. It was $100 million. They spent $100 million to make this two-hour film, and every frame of it looks real. I think that NASA is a money laundering operation. Yes. A lot like FTX. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of that money, like they're really not going to the guys that actually work there and productions they're probably getting a small little and i'll be honest you know when they were doing this back with the challenger explosion different these old videos of it was pretty um you know bad graphics when you go back and look at it it's, it's very funny to watch some of those and i really don't think they anticipated our technology getting so good in the average hands of you know people like us where we can slow down and zoom in and play while they're find them screwing up um i don't think they anticipated now, nowadays, yeah, they should be using some of those millions of dollars to make it look as good as the film Gravity or Interstellar, but they should see them from the bubbles in space to the harnesses. There's just so much going on. Why can't they perfect? Why doesn't it look like a movie? It's a great question. Yeah, we're losing you a little bit there, Justin, a little bit choppy on your internet, but we could understand, I think, the gist of what you were saying there. And uh, I'll go back to uh, Lester Holt. Guys, look, I'm not one of these people that says everything is fake. I don't think every single rocket launch is fake, but I just don't believe that men went to the moon in 1969, 70, 71 with that technology. And even if we did, how is it that people like Don Pettit say, we'd love to go back, but all that technology was destroyed and it would be a painful process to build it back again. These are actual people from NASA saying these things. We've lost all the telemetry data. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this stuff up. And by the way, Go take a look at that lunar lander. Go to the Smithsonian and you tell me how. Tell me how three grown men in astronaut suits, spacesuits, fit into that thing with a dune buggy. It literally makes zero sense. Back to Lester Holt in the end of this propaganda piece. Guys, interrupt if you want to. Still stoked our imaginations. And lift off of Artemis One. We rise together. Let me back that up. It stoked our imaginations. That's key, isn't it? Let's play that again. Back end. Still stoked our imagination to allow us to peek into the heavens, to see galaxies far beyond our own, the moon, our closest neighbor, has still beckoned, still stoked our imaginations. And lift off of Artemis One. Notice how many edits. Together. And now yeah, and don't you love that? The moon continues to stoke our imagination, a lot like a Pixar film with Buzz Lightyear stokes the imagination of children. They always say stuff like, this is unreal. Like when uh, Ter when um, Strahan went up, uh, supposedly on Blue Origin, he goes, it was unreal. He's telling us it was not real. And then um, Cody Cotton supposedly went up a couple months ago on uh, Blue Origin. And the edited video is unbelievable how many edits. Over 100 edits, nothing more than two seconds um, at a time. And uh, he, the, his buddies are like, this is 
this is not this. It's like I can't believe this is happening or this isn't happening. It's not real. They actually said that in the dialogue. Well, I'm going to do a screen capture right now as we're having this conversation, guys. I think this might be my thumbnail right here. Selling this nonsense to the next generation. Artemis returned to the moon with a child holding that flag because that's what this is. This is gaslighting and propaganda, stoking mm. our imaginations as this girl wears a little Disney T-shirt. It's all nonsense. It's all meant to divide us from the creator and truth, which is that we are not a pale blue dot that is insignificant, hurtling through a galaxy and a galaxy hurtling through a universe. That is the big lie. Sean, think about what it does to a child. A child is born with God-given common sense. They're sorting out the world. They're looking out at lakes and horizons and they feel themselves not moving. But then they go to school and they say, oh, you're spinning and you're orbiting and you're whipping and you're going in all these directions and you're adjacent to a space vacuum and you're insignificant when basically... They just tore that person, that whole, their whole well-being of that child apart, and that's the foundation of their world. It's 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 actually criminal to do this to um, a child's psyche, and God knows what that does to them, uh, the rest of their ability to use their um, common sense. Well, that you know, I was wrong about that lake not moving because it looks pretty glassy to me. By the way, when you're talking about people admitting to the fakery. Yep. You, of course, remember one of the best evidences of that might be Elon Musk saying the Tesla in space. You know, it's real because it looks so fake. What was going through your mind? How how amazed were you to see your roadster up there with Starman uh, just cruising along with the Blue Planet? And how long will we be getting live views, do you think, from the car? Well, I think it looks so ridiculous and impossible. Um, and... You can tell it's real because it looks so fake, honestly. <laughs> We'd have way better CGI if it was fake. We'd have better CGI. Is that what he followed that up with? Yeah. All right. We'll finish yeah. this out. Let's watch the rest of the propaganda. ...is succumbing to the moon's irresistible draw. Oh, my God. All right. Let's go back. I, I have this. A, general, a general rule. Whenever I see Lester Hunt, I'm like, okay, what's fake? This is whatever it is. It's fake. Yeah. All right. Let's go back. I'll back it up just a little bit. Let's listen to the rest of this propaganda and listen to the impassioned read from Lester Holt, the voiceover. Of Artemis One, we rise together. And now tonight, a new generation is succumbing to the moon's irresistible draw. A new generation is succumbing to the propaganda about the moon and its irresistible draw to human beings that want to go there and conquer it. And then off to Mars with more trillions of your taxpayer dollars. Justin? Oh, my gosh. I it mean, <laughs> it looked like he had something to say. Yeah, no, I was just in shock at watching all of this. If you notice, they also say um, at one point, a mystery in plain sight. I mean, talk about hidden in plain sight. I mean, who writes these pieces for them? And, and you're right, the tone in which they can say it. I mean, I remember visiting the Kennedy Space Center to sort of uh, troll them and, and question people there. All I could sort of find were, you know, 18 year old like theme park type workers, no real scientists or anyone with information. And I remember it being... They were these kids were going into these rooms and watching these films on the screen and they just make the astronauts out to be like 
the biggest hero that you could ever possibly be a bigger hero than a fireman or a police officer or any of these things that kids want to be when they grow up. And I just remember that propaganda just was crushing in there and, and everyone was just soaking it up. And that's exactly what this clip reminds me of. They're going for the kids because they need to hook them early. That's right. Yeah. They elevate these astronauts to sort of quasi gods among men. And the whole thing is nonsense. By the way, there's that clip. I believe it was Buzz Aldrin on one of these late night shows, I think with Conan O'Brien. And Conan O'Brien says, oh, I remember when we landed on the moon. And Buzz stops him and says, no, no, you don't. You remember the animation. That was a cartoon. Dave, do you have that clip or do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about? You know, he said, um, I remember seeing you land on the moon. He goes, nope, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. That was an animation. Let's talk about this because this is fascinating. I remember very clearly, I think anybody who was alive at the time does. I remember my parents waking me up and we went down and we watched you guys land on the moon. No, which you was didn't. No, you didn't. What? Because uh, uh, there wasn't any television. There wasn't anybody taking a picture. You watched animation. So you associated what you saw with... I have very hazy memories. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, well, <laughs> no, but what we saw was we all we all were gathered around heard, the old curve top radio me and listened. Talking about, uh, you know, how many feet we were going to the left and right, and then I said contact light, engine stop, and it was a exciting. few other things, and then Neil said, Houston, Tranquility Base, the Eagle has landed. Just Man, ex- how about that? that? That was very exciting. Not a bad line. Wow. Yeah, yeah, right. So they're they're telling us a little truth. Now, is that a slip up by him or is that a controlled release revelation of the method? I don't know. Well, don't how know. well, how about when my friend Bart Sabrell, the guy, the filmmaker behind a funny thing happened on the way to the moon and astronauts gone wild. He sits down with I believe it was the same guy. It might have been Buzz Aldrin shows him the video of them faking the shot of the orbiter yep. in near Earth orbit. And in that time, on that date, they were said to be two days away approaching the moon. This is where you're using the window of the spacecraft to appear to be the Earth far away. We got the raw footage of it. We have an auxiliary track, so I'm prompting you when to speak. Buzz gets real defensive and says, look, I don't know where you got this. Look, man, we were just passengers on a ride. Go talk to administrators on NASA. We're just passengers on a ride. Well, you're talking to the wrong guy. Why don't you talk to the administrator at NASA? We're passengers. We're, we're guys going on a flight. We're not. I know for a fact. And this tape would prove in a court of law. He absolved himself of the whole thing right there, Dave. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I mean, and, you know, um, Bart Sabrell, you know, just saying, hey, swear, I got $5,000 in my hand. Put your hand in the Bible, swear you're walking the moon. You can give it to charity. And they wouldn't do it. I think that's a little telling. Yeah, it is. All right. I'll shut up now, guys. Here's the rest. Uncrewed for this test mission, the Orion space capsule sailing toward a close lunar rendezvous. Been there, done that? Maybe. Except this time, NASA views the moon as a stepping stone, a bridge to Mars and beyond. The nearly three months of delays leading to today's Artemis launch reminding us of how hard space flight is. But if all goes well... Humans could walk the moon's dusty surface once more by the middle of this decade. Mankind's giant leap landing us in a new starting place. And that's Nightly News. Thank you for watching, everyone. I'm Lester Holt. Please take care of yourself and each other. Good night. Tomorrow on... Wow. Yeah, so never mind the crimes of 9-11, World Trade Center 7, 
collapsing at 520 in the afternoon, the BBC reporting about the collapse of that building early, FEMA not being able to explain the collapse of any of those buildings because they wouldn't account for explosives, never mind the stolen election or the Biden crime family or Hunter's laptop, never mind the VAERS reporting data and the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, never mind any of it. We're going to space up there where only Freemasons can go and you're not going. And you're just going to have to believe us because no, we, not that many people could hold the lie in. I mean, it, it, we've, we've, they've, it's masterful what they've done. And, um, you know, luckily for NASA, um, the American people especially are lazy, right? And it's, it's easier just to believe than to actually do what we all do. We look and we analyze and we use our common sense and we don't just, you know, like, oh, well, I, Google said it must be true. Um, if you Google said it, it's probably not true. You know, and we really ought to just start flooding these media organizations with uh, the amateur footage of Mars. Dave, I'm sure you probably have it, but Mars is a blinking light in the sky. It is not a physical object with like a rock with sand and dirt that you can walk on. And they show these clips like the one you just showed. And it's just insane that we haven't gotten through to them with that. I mean, what am I seeing here when I'm watching this this blinking light and you're showing me this dusty rock that's clearly a cartoon you could even take it to the moon where we've had stars photographed you know through the moon um what what's going on there can we even land there is it even physically possible so yeah this is exactly what i'm talking about i was commenting this on on facebook and places where i would find they'd say hey we've got a a robot on mars here's the images and i i'd drop this in the comments and say Someone please explain, because we've really got a big conflict here of, of what's what's real about Mars. Well, and by the way, if Werner von Braun's tombstone is to be believed, well, the firmament is real and it showeth God's handiwork. So I think there was another piece of voiceover and script in that propaganda piece from Lester Holt and NBC CIA Nightly News that was kind of telling. I'm going to I'm going to go back and see if we can find it and play it again. I think Lester said, been there, done that. Maybe. Well, what's he referring to? Ooh. He's referring to the Apollo missions. Yeah, maybe we went. Maybe we didn't. Let's go back and watch that. Close lunar rendezvous. Been there, done that. Tailing toward a close lunar rendezvous. Been there, done that. Maybe. Except this time, NASA views the moon as a stepping stone, a bridge to Mars and beyond. Been there, done that. Maybe. Well, now the moon is nothing more than a stepping stone to get to Mars and beyond. All propaganda, all nonsense in my view, all meant to gaslight humanity into forgetting about the crimes of the deep state and this corporatocracy, which seek to ensnare us and steal our elections and roll out a universal basic income and get us on their digital currency and to make us so poor that we'll own nothing and be happy as we watch their propaganda about going to space as one people. What a bunch of garbage. In my view, guys, I'll give you guys the last word. I'll shut up. Well, I got a, a couple things I want to talk about. Just, you know, Mars being a farther from the sun than we are and reflecting sunlight back to us so we see it as bright as any star, like a little piece of the sun. That makes no sense when you actually use your common sense and put it together. Um, just real quick on the, on the rockets, they launched something the other night. So this is uh, the space shuttle. Let me just jump forward here. And when it takes off, you'll see that it, besides moving incredibly too slow, that's not what this is about. It's about, it's leaving a smoke trail. This is a real smoke trail. 
Okay, so they launched something. What it is, we can have that discussion. Are there people on it? I'll bet everything I have that no, there's never any people on them, right? But it, this is a real launch. But then when we when we look at um, here's a, here's the Artemis launch. Let me just show you that real quick. Artemis, same thing. When it launches, where is it? Let me jump forward. Um, it goes up at night, leaving a a solid, you know, smoky um line so it also again it's hard to see at night but it leaves an actual physical line but then when we have launches like um like uh um jeff bezos with his blue origin where's my blue origin one here it is um these are complete cgi not real um launches and again it's always edit 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 there's like three four or five edits before it even launches it leaves the launch pad let's just edit 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 why don't they just show us one thing now look clean no smoke it's just going up and you'll watch look at the background what's the background here we're going to clear this cliff and then all of a sudden we're back below the cliff again a cliff again Okay, and this is the live launch that they're supposedly showing us again no smoke trail they're both burning liquid hydrogen and oxygen. Um, they both have the same types of fuels, no, no smoke. So when they do those, those are the ones that are CGI. Here's another one. Oh, not this one. Well, that one's really bad. But this one, I think I've shown you this one before. But this one, this one takes off. Again, look how fake this is. And these towers, I wonder if these have anything to do with it. Because whenever they're doing the fake launches, they have these crazy towers near them. But... This is lifting up tons and tons. Where's the thrust? Everything there would be blown away. We've seen what a jet engine can do. Like a truck drives behind a jet engine, it's blown away like a like a leaf in a snow in a windstorm, right? But this one is the one, and I think I've showed you this, but I'll just jump forward. It glitches out and we lose we lose <laughs> the top half of the rocket. Okay. Again. They're they're using all sorts of different technologies. Sometimes they launch a smaller rocket up. Sometimes they launch a big blimp up. Sometimes they don't launch anything. And the key is, if there's a smoke trail, they launch something. If there's no smoke trail, they didn't launch anything. So we have our fake rockets and our real rockets. And then, you know, Artemis went up into the sky, you know, the other night. And now it's on its way to the moon by itself. It's going to go into a translunar orbit. It orbits the moon a couple of times. And then it's going to eject something to push it back to Earth. And if you look at the at this at this um, capsule that's going around, what's it ejecting? Right. How is it going to get back to Earth? But everybody just believes it. But here is the, the path that they're that they're showing us. Um that it's going to go, you know, it's going to orbit the earth and slingshot its way to the moon. It's going to go around the moon a couple of times, and then it's going to slingshot back to earth. But either they're rubbing it in our face or we've got an insider because look at the globe. Do you notice anything here? It's a little small. It's oh, also what is flat. It? <laughs> I see it's it. a flat earth map. They didn't even bother turning the map. They gave it to us in the exact orientation that our flat earth map you know, the generally used uh, flat earth map, which is off the Gleason's map. Well, if I were to wrap it up with one thing, guys, let's tie this whole thing together with this clip from Laura Logan. This is in Greg Reese's latest about the child beast abuse system in California, where 
The governor of California signed a bill that will allow all 50 states to send their kids, any child in any of the 50 states, to come to California for sex change gender reassignment without parental consent. Now, if that's not the beast system, I don't know what is. But recall my thumbnail from this video. Recall the little girl waving the Artemis flag. Why do they target our children? Here's Laura Logan. Children. And recently, Laura Logan interviewed a UN insider who explained to her why children are the biggest target. I get it, but I don't get it. The children. You just, you got to, I still have, I have such a problem with this. You got to explain this one to me. And he said, um, well, first of all, you're looking at it the wrong way. I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, they don't define children the way you do. They don't define the world the way you do. The choices that you face are not their choices. Right. They have they look at it completely differently. And uh, and I said, well, OK, so how do they look at it? And he said, for them, everything is defined by their one fundamental all consuming purpose. I said, which is what he said to defeat God for them. The younger you are, the closer you are to God, the more pain they can inflict on God. So the more you can make a baby or a small child suffer, the greater your victory over God. And that is the only consideration for them. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Greg Reese, this report is a must-see. I posted this at my site, thephaser.com. I'm coming back to my guests to say goodbye. Uh, and I would say this for the audience. You know, when I woke up to 9-11, I had friends in the office at Target Corporate who would say to me, if what you're saying is true, some young hungry reporter would blow this story up. It would be the biggest story of our lifetimes. What you're saying can't be true. And I would say this, all right, the mainstream horror media will not talk about 9-11. They won't talk about the 7-7 bombings. They won't talk about the Biden crime family or the Hunter laptop. They won't talk about the vaccine deaths, the VAERS reporting data, the bioweapon. They won't talk about the election fraud, but they will talk about us going back to the moon. Do you believe it? Sean, talk about the other truths, but they'll talk about the moon all day, Dave. Before before we wrap up and talking about you know the, who won't talk about what Justin is kind of famous for going after his local mayor, um, and I think we have a clip that we could play where uh, he basically holds their holds the puts them puts their feet to the fire. Yeah, so basically we were hounding the mayor over the lockdowns and the mandates for almost a year with the firefighters speaking at his meetings, taking up the public comment period, demanding that we get the freedom the freedom of choice back. And um, it got really intense. More firefighters were speaking, more citizens. And then I would eventually start basically tracking him where he was going. And I showed up at a parade. It was actually a gay pride parade. And he was on a float. And I basically taunted him on the float with the megaphone about stopping the mandate against the firefighters. And it was like everywhere this guy turned, I got him in an elevator. Um, I even stood outside of his community one day when he drove into work. And everywhere he turned, we would just keep hitting them with uh, more and more truth and, and just public pressure to release the mandates. He had them trapped on the, on the, the parade, you know, float and walked with them and with a megaphone and tortured them. It was probably one of the greatest moments I've seen. Well, I hope that same thing happens to Katie Hobbs. If for some crazy unbeknownst to me reason, the fraud's allowed to continue and she's sworn in as governor, I hope that she has a very unenjoyable time because the people did not vote for her. So guess who's walking in the Pride Festival today? Sherry Demings. 
if everyone remembers the elevator encounter with Mayor Jerry Demings. Do you feel it is moral to mandate this for all the employees like this? Absolutely. 13,000 deaths in the mayor system, we, sir. That's on the low end. Sir, it's not moral. Do the right thing, please. He is doing the right thing. He just, no, he's not. He had nowhere to really go. He was trapped in that place for a brief moment in time. But what do you think about a parade float right there next to that truck? How about being stuck on a parade float for an hour where there's a public sidewalk right next to it? The ironic thing about saying I was a liar was I was only quoting you, sir. I only quoted you. Where is the lie? Is the only question that the people have of Orange County. Where is the lie? Anybody is lying. You are lying, sir. Respect Where is the, the lie, position. sir? Hmm. Uh, We'll watch the that's, video and I'll be back enough. next time. Uh, when uh, I first arrived, he saw me and I walked over to the truck. He went like this. Like you wanted to swat me away. And I'm sure that that is the case. Forced medical procedures still do not belong in a free society, Mayor Demings. Please end the mandate. For those who don't know, Mayor Demings is mandating the vaccine on firefighters and Orange County employees, taking away their right to bodily autonomy. Justin, well done. I'm coming back to you. You know what? If we all did that peacefully, if we all did what we should do in this country, like the people of Brazil, we might be able to take our elections back. We might be able to get rid of these people. We might be able to stop floats filled with sycophants waving flags for their corrupt mayor who wants to mandate a bioweapon on the population. This stuff has got to stop, Justin. So thanks for what you're trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to continue to hold their feet to the fire. You know, my my hope is that one day these people can't go out in public because there's so many other people doing the same thing. We've got our phones out. We've got the questions. You're being professional and peaceful and they just can't run from the truth. Um, you know, and, and just, you know, as we wrap up, I think that the most important thing to remember here is that this has been like a silver lining with this huge you know, pandemic situation. We have uh, an entire chunk of the population that is never going to trust the medical establishment, never going to trust the media again, that used to. And I think the same thing is for NASA. You know, we can basically show people the way that, hey, this isn't the only science that has been completely turned on its side and is not really science anymore. It's scientism. It's a religious cult that can't be questioned. And it's here to propagandize us, manipulate us, and keep us in this prison planet as they do. So we just have to keep exposing scientism, trust our intuition and, and trust ourselves and not these psychopaths that are supposedly in charge. Well, that's right, because the vaccine ID, the push for yeah. all of that is coming back again. We can see it rolling out already in Australia. They're unrelenting. The World Economic Forum, Bill Gates, the New World Order. This is what they want. The central bank digital currencies now being rolled out in our country with a pilot program. Dave, they're coming at us full stop. They're unrelenting. And all we can do as patriots, and by the way, those of us who are patriots, we love our country. We are truly friends. I say friends a lot on this show. I welcome my friends. Friends, thanks for tuning in. We are all friends and patriots because you know what? Unlike those on the left, the hardcore Marxists, we don't call each other comrade. We're actual patriots, Dave. 
Yeah, no, it's uh it's an amazing world, you know, and it's up to us to stop what's going on. You know, they're they're gonna try to steamroll us. And if people are just lazy and don't care and just like, well, you know, I'm fine, um, and ignore it, you're not gonna be fine. Your kids aren't gonna be fine. That's why, Sean, I walked away from everything to um push the message that I'm pushing, which is it, you know, it we all do our different thing. My thing is, hey, we're not living on a on a ball flying through impossible fake space. Wake up. You're at the center of creation. You do not need to um, be ruled by anybody. Nobody has any power over you other than in your imagination. If everyone listened to your show, Sean, and then tomorrow said, you know what? I'm no longer going to listen to the government. Governments are gone. They're powerless without us giving them the power. That's right. They need our consent. They require our consent and they try to gaslight us to get our consent. Guys, our guests have been Justin Harvey. Uh, Justin, tell people how they can find you. I know it's We Are Change Orlando, but specifically. Yeah, you can find me uh, on We Are Change Orlando on YouTube and Facebook. Um, if you want to friend me on Facebook, I'm Justin Robert, which is you know sort of an alias for Justin Harvey. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram at Justin underscore We Are Change, where I'm most active. All right, very good. And we have that awesome app from Dave. I know they can probably find it at flatearthdave.com, right, Dave? All my socials, my Instagram, my TikTok, TikTok, um, um, YouTube channels, interview channels, everything, including my crash course, which is free. Just scroll down to the crash course um, and take a couple evenings during the week and just watch those videos one by one. Guaranteed, if you watch four or five of them, you two are going to you know, be in the same situation that I'm in where you have to deal with telling people that you don't believe you live on a globe. Do you know, for those who really balk at that, and I really have to give my audience a lot of credit. I've had you on how many times now, Dave? At least five, six, seven? Six or seven, yeah. I love having these conversations with you. Why? Because I have an open mind, number one. Two, I'm a critical thinker. Three, I don't mind my paradigms being challenged. And number four, if I had to point one video to people that they might want to watch on your channel, here's the one I would recommend. I think it's extremely poignant. It's you visiting an old folks home, talking to a woman, an old woman, and she's yeah. brought to tears over this subject. Do you want to remind people about that video and how they find it? Yeah. So in 2020, um, I was visiting my mother in Florida and I met Ruth, who's 102 years old. And uh, she I was interviewing her about the World's Fairs because she had been there and she was really sharp and, you know, alert and, you know, was, didn't have the mind of a 102 year old woman. And I asked her I just off off the cuff. I said, what did they teach you in science in elementary school about the earth? And she said, they taught me the earth was flat. And so I you know, quickly broke out the camera, interviewed her. And when I told her that it was flat and that they're lying, she literally broke down in tears. And it was a, a super powerful interview that had actually that clip uh, in in full can be found on the next level, which is one of the a movie that I was in by Hibbler Productions. Um, you can find that on flatearthdave.com. Um, it's also in the crash course. There's a, um, it's, it's already in there. You don't even have to purchase it unless you want a high def copy. You can do that, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's woken up. That video has woken up tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, because once you see, you know, Sean, the, the people say, you know, what difference does the shape of the earth make? It doesn't, it's the lie. It's who we are, where we are that matters. And I've seen the awakening of the globe lie, um, pull people out of depression, pull people off of drug addictions, right? Because something's wrong in their life. And when they see the creation, that they're at the center of creation, um, everything changes. It, it's changed everything for me. It's changed everything for Justin. Every flat earther has the same story 
um, or we'll call ourselves true earthers now because that term is so weaponized, um, is that it really opens your eyes up to the true power that we have. We're not powerless. We're at the center of creation. And um, life is truly amazing. And they don't want us to know that. No, they don't. Well, I didn't know, Ruth. I forgot. I've seen that video several times. I forgot she was 102 years old. Not only does she not sound like 102 years old, she doesn't look 102 years old. Definitely a child of God, as we all are. But the punchline to this story, they don't want you to know that. You can, Our guests, you can, so, sorry. You can find that um, if you go on my channel, D-I-T-R-H. It stands for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. But again, everything's at flatearthdave.com. You can find a link right there and search for Ruth. It'll probably come up if you search my channel. Um, or just watch it in the movie, because if you watch that movie, The Next Level, it's going to take you to the next level. All right. Our guests have been Justin Harvey. We are Change Orlando. Justin, thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. I'll do this again anytime. All right. A pleasure. And Dave Weiss from FlatEarthDave.com. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, Sean. My pleasure, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, a special thanks to our subscribe stars which are dwindling, sadly. But for those over there, thanks for your support. We very much appreciate it. The same is true for those of you who are members at sgtreport.tv, where we present this information ad-free. And for real news every single day for free, visit us directly at sgtreport.com. That's the antidote to corporate propaganda. And of course, thephaser.com, where you can stun them with truth. God bless you and yours, friends. Bye-bye. Look at the cheating now. It's on a, a scale that no one could ever imagine. It's on a scale that we've never seen before. When did you ever see the elections shut down for a week where they're just bringing in ballots? And remember, these aren't votes, just like you said, they're just ballots. When have we ever seen this before? Well, it started in 2020. Now there's no COVID, things aren't locked down. Now you're just seeing it because they need to do it to cheat.